Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Conversations with JR. Thank you for joining me for another exciting topic. And boy, do I have a juicy one for you. Well, I wouldn't really consider this to be a juicy topic, but I would consider this to be a very important topic to talk about. We are heading towards the end of uh, 2021, getting through pandemic, um, getting through a lot of loss, and now we might be heading for another different type of virus, and no one knows for certain what's going to happen. So, I thought that it would be a good time to talk about grudges. You know, those little issues between people that go unresolved or that argument that was started over, he says, she said, and they told me. And over time, the lines of communication about the truth becomes distorted and that grudge loses its original intentions or original importance. So think about it. Maybe that grudge didn't have really any true meaning at all. People tend to hold tight to grudges as if it was their salvation feeling that the longer they hold on to the grudge, they might be redeemed. When I reflect on my experiences of holding onto grudges, being full of pride and stubbornness and pleading my case of, you know, being right and being innocent to every ear that will listen to me, and for the people who would not side with me, I branded them as a supporter of my opponent. They were a supporter of the other side and that they just didn't understand that I am right and my opponent is wrong. How foolish was I in my immaturity and lack of understanding of the emotional damage caused by grudges and the emotional damages caused by grudges run deep because people think that it's just a little minor thing and, and that people should just get over it but what are you really asking them to get over you see to some people a grudge is like a bully a bully picks at an individual who they see as weak and easy to manipulate. And it's the same thing with people who hold grudges. Now, there's another side to the story of people who hold grudges. There are the, the cheering sections, you know, the in, in the, um, what would we call them? I say that they are the, uh, the in cheering section. You know, the people who hype up 
The individuals involved in the grudges, they keep the gossip going. They keep the gossip fresh, moving back and forth. They keep the untruth going. That's what they do. And they make matters seem worse than what they really are. I call them the instigators. And they stand back and, and see themselves as being innocent. When actually what they're really doing is they're trying to keep the grudge going. The bottom line, to some people, a grudge is minor. And holding grudges lead to a life of unforgiveness and tragic loss. Because we're told that forgiveness is a gift that we give to ourselves. Because forgiveness frees a person from the burden of carrying weight of unresolved anger. Isn't that what a grudge is? You just carry it on for years after years after years. And the resentment and the anger and the bitterness just grows and grows and grows. Sometimes a grudge starts out as a minor misunderstanding. But over time, because of blame and accusations, a grudge becomes blown out of proportion. Thus, the individuals involved tend to forget about the original reason why the lines of communication was broken. Like what brought them to the point of not speaking, not talking, not wanting to be in each other's company? The emotional burden of holding grudges run deep and the lasting effect is trauma. And let me tell you, grudges don't only affect the people that's involved. It may start out with two people. It may start out as an issue between two people. But the other people connected to the family and the friends to which the individuals started the grudge. They find themselves being stuck in the middle. They don't want to take sides, but they are forced to take sides. The relationships and friendships and families that are torn apart because a few started by grudges sometime last a lifetime. And regardless of why the grievance began, the question is, what purpose does holding a grudge serve? And who benefits from the feelings of deep resentment and unresolved issues? Well, thinking of this podcast and wondering how can I present examples to you, my listeners, of the disastrous outcome of holding a grudge. So, I decided to let history be our best teacher. Now, I know that I have listeners of all ages and all generations. So, do you recall the feud between the Hartfields, the Hatfields, and the McCoys? 
that age or few between 1863 and 1891. Come on, I know you've heard about them. 30 years of feuding, 13 deaths. Why? Well, there was a claim of a stolen pig. This is how the grudge began. A stolen pig. Now, you might be asking yourself, why didn't they just solve the problem by giving back the pig? Easy, right? Wrong. The grudge wasn't that simple. The story of the stolen pig was a cover-up. A historical fact reveals that there was a difference in confederate beliefs between the families. Regardless to what the truth is, 30 years of feuding, fueled by a grudge of an unknown source caused pain, death, and emotional suffering to both sides. We all know the tragedy of Romeo and Juliet, young lovers caught between a family feud that resulted in their death. Now I know that this is a Shakespeare tragedy, but I just want you to really think about it. The families, after the death of the two lovers, the families finally recognized, and what they recognize is that their decision to hold on to an ancient grudge started by their ancestors was the catalyst behind Romeo and Juliet choosing death over life. And this is what I mean by holding on to grudges lifelong unto death and not recognizing, not seeing the consequences to different generations that holding this grudge can cause. These are just two simple examples of how holding a grudge and the destructive consequences because people were unwilling to use logic and consider how ignorance, selfishness of how minor misunderstanding slowly progress to an extreme infraction. Just think for a moment about the people who hold grudges unto death. And then when they get to that moment, they begin to regret that they lost the chance. Not that they lost the chance, they didn't take the opportunity when they could to mend the relationship because they made the decision to stand firm in the belief that they were right and the other party is wrong. Holding a grudge isn't waiting for someone to be the bigger person and step up admitting that they are wrong, allowing the other person to feel validated. Holding a grudge means that there will not be a winner or a loser, just individuals holding their peace, standing their ground, wanting to be right. So, I have a suggestion. Since we are in the Christmas season, 2021, and we're trying to be joyful and goodwill to all men, and we're getting ready to head into a new year, 2022, I thought this would be a perfect time to step up, step forward, and let go of grudges. 
time to mend the broken relationships and friendships and family ties. Consider this. After experience being sheltered in place, cut off from physical contact with family and friends, relationships and marriages broken because of stress of the pandemic, and two years of death, economic disaster, and the threat of yet another virus. Letting go and reaching out by letting bygones be bygones, that just might be the perfect, perfect healing medicine. We all make mistakes. We all say things that we truly don't mean in the heat of the moment. And even if it wasn't in the heat of the moment, we all say things and do things that we wish that we can take back. We all behave in ways that leads to mistakes, that lead to these minor misunderstandings and breaking of friendships and breaking in family ties and breaking of rela intimate relationship. We have all been you know, a party to this one time or another in our lives because no one is perfect. But why continue to hold on to the grudge? Why? People say, be the bigger person. I still say, I don't think that it's about being the bigger person. I say that it's more about understanding the destruction that holding a grudge can cause not only to the two individuals that began the grudge, but everyone else that's connected to the two individuals. They are put into uncomfortable positions. So, my question to you is, are you ready to let go of the grudges? A simple sorry, phone call, text messages, send a note. Now I know what you're saying. What if the person doesn't accept my apology? What if the person doesn't answer back? And I am saying to you, that's okay. Free yourself. Free yourself. Step forward and be willing to let go of the grudge. And how is that going to start? You know what I always say, by sitting down and starting a calm, simple, open conversation. Don't play the blame game. Don't point fingers back and forth. It is about letting bygones be in bygones and healing. This is Conversations with JR. You can find me on all social media platforms. Don't forget to join my YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share. You can find me on Facebook and also on WordPress. My blog is one word, drag the pen. I thank you for listening and I'm hoping that you're ready to begin healing by letting go 
of those grudges.